Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie. Episode 1818. Our podcast is legal to drink. Happy bloody birthday. Yeah. Not really, like episode birthday, not real yeah. birthday. Yeah. It's matured a lot in 18 weeks. I know. We finally figured out what we're doing now. Hey. As opposed to sitting in the cupboard realising, okay, we should probably make some sense of doing these things. <laughs> but here we are. Episode 18 for the Handshake Media Network. And uh, Matter of Faction turns 18 and what a doozy we have. Oh, yes. We have so much to get through this week. So we're not going to waste any more time. Uh, Ebony, you've got the heavy news. Please take it away. Tell us what's been happening. Thanks, guys. Rumours have put out their new song called Incredulous, and their previous song was good, but this is even better. Go check it out right now before their tour starts tomorrow. Fairbones have announced their new album called Rival Minds. It's out on November 1st through Resist Records. Their new song Rust was inspired by William Shakespeare and his concept Seven Ages of Man. But premise aside, it's damn rocky. And last week, Ghost Surprise dropped a special edition 7-inch vinyl called Seven Inches of Satanic Panic. It features two songs, one of which is their new single, Kiss the Go-Goat, and they'll be releasing a deluxe collector's edition of their latest album, Prequel, with only 5,000 sets available. And the bands of our youthful days, Green Day, Weezer and Fall Out Boy, have announced a huge international tour. No Aussie dates just yet, but hopefully soon, because all three bands have albums on the way somewhere between November and May next year. Get ready and stay heavy. Thank you so much, Ebony. Now, we, we can't go any further. The absolute biggest news of the week, of the month, would have to be Unified 2020. The official lineup is here and... Who oh boy. Oh, oh. You, Spicy. You, you ready for this? Like, if for some reason you've been off the internet for 24 hours, like... So it dropped yesterday morning. Correct, yep. 7.40 a.m. And we have in our hands the lineup for you. Brace yourself. On the Friday of Unify 2020, we are going to see headliners, architects, in their Australian exclusive show, Headlining Unify. Amazing. So, obviously, for the Faction Radio listeners, architects have won the hardest 100 countdown of all time, and then of 2018 as well. So, you know... Faction users and listeners, they're going to be very excited about that. Absolutely, they will be. But they're they're not doing it on their own. Like to me, like they could play like all day at Unify, and I'd be happy. But like you know, a lot of people would be. I think there's something in laws against people working longer than X amount of time, especially without a break. Yeah, exactly. But they're going to be joined on the Friday by North Lane, Silverstein, who are making their Australian exclusive in a 20 year anniversary set. It's hard to believe that band's been around for 20 years. Yeah, and they've been through so much over that time. Uh, they're making their actual Unify exclusive debut. They haven't played Unify before, so this would be good yeah. to get them down here for that. Because they were a Unified or a UNFD signing just recently earlier right. in this yeah. year, yeah. So that makes a lot of sense. Exactly. Make Them Suffer is also going to be there too, bringing the heavy. Yeah. And then we're going to see for those who like a bit of pop punk in your life, Dear Seattle making their return to Unify in 2020 Beautiful. and taking this AD, our friends across the Dutch. Did I say that right? Yeah, you did. They're heading down under as a tide line, the beautiful monument between you and me, Diamond Construct and Tapestry. Good to see Tapestry on there. Which, as we've spoken about, they made the move from the top end to Melbourne and look at these big Paid off immediately. There you go. I will admit I worked with them uh, last year and I I actually predicted they'd be on uh, 2018's lineup. 
Yeah, good. Look, you know, two years. Close. I mean, yeah. like, we, we're known on this podcast for, like, cooking our predictions of things. So, yeah. you know. They call us the soothsayers. Yeah, we try our best. But look, that's just one day. Yeah. That's just one day of Unify. On the second day, price On the Saturday. Now, this, this has got to be one of the most exciting pieces of news. I mean, the Ghost Inside, we've talked a lot about these guys and we've talked a lot about their return and how emotional it was for people and how... You know, they were going to be doing some exclusive shows. We didn't know how much of it would be international tours. Turns out they're making a trip over to Australia to do one Australian exclusive show, and it's headlining the Saturday night at Unified 2020. Now, that is going to be a very, very special show. Everyone's going to need to pack a canoe because I can guarantee the amount of people that are going to be crying during that set, it's going to make <laughs> Tarwin it's going to flood. flood. Exactly. Like, we, we've we've said, and we you know you had in the back of your mind, could this be a possibility? And it's always like, yeah, but it's such a long way to fly because they've got to fly from America, then they've got to drive down there from Melbourne. So like, it's a lot of pressure to put on a band to be able to do that. And the fact that they are doing it is just are committing to doing it. Yeah, it, it's worth the ticket alone. I mean, of you course. know, just for that there. Of but course. there's more playing as well. It's not just them. Absolutely, they're joined by Polaris. Now we know that those guys are very, very popular here in Australia as well. Like they've, they have really risen through the ranks and become one of the top line heavy bands in Australia. Yeah, and for them to sort of you know play Unify in like earlier slots to now like second headliner, I guess yeah. you could say on that second night, massive. They've earned their spot, which is so yeah. good to see. Absolutely. Now. We've got a Tonight Alive and Friends set, so I'm, I'm not entirely certain what that means, but I'm assuming it means some guest singers, maybe well, some guest musicians, maybe like, maybe they're doing some special covers amongst the set, who knows? Well, in the past, like with other music festivals, we've seen June Rats and Friends and All yeah. Day and Friends, like they bring up anyone, and right. the, the thing that I wanted to, to mention about this is, it's like I went to Coachella a couple of years ago, right, yeah. and you've got the big artists over there. They bring out guests. They bring Just the out collaborations. Set through. Exactly. People right. coming out to join them on stage. And we never get that in Australia. Well, so... I tell you what, amongst all of the bands that are going to be there already, they've got plenty of great people to bring out. Absolutely. Let alone That's bringing it. anyone else. Yeah. And you look at like bands who Tonight Live have toured with in the past, who who could make a guest appearance. Like my mind is going nuts trying to think of who could yeah. do this. So there's no speculation needed for it it's yeah. just let's see what they've got let's see what they can bring totally and then they're also joined by by straight from the path uh void of vision knocked loose kublai uh, khan both both kublai khan and knocked loose have released yep. or kublai khan is releasing an album yep. knocked loose new album is insane yeah insane for the hardcore those uh, punk fans. are going to be some serious pits yeah in those two particular sets between those two and then on the Friday Antagonist AD, those are going to be some heavy, yeah. heavy pits. Uh, some fantastic uh, artists out of Newcastle joining. Eat Your Heart Out. That's great to see. Doing it for pop punk. Absolutely. The Brave from Brizzy. Brizzy represent. Oh, yes. Columbus, also Brizzy Lads. Oh, they're making a comeback. They oh, are. Sweet. Excellent. Good times. Sleep Talk. Caged Existence. And Something Something Explosion. There's a lot of Brizzy rep there, which is sick. This is something that they've been keeping to themselves for a while now. Is it worth the wait? Absolutely. Like, yeah. There's no denying that. This this is a great music festival lineup. This is fantastic. And I, I'm just I'm just stoked at the opportunity to see so many great bands over within, the course of a weekend. And I mean, you know, then you add to within six weeks of you know, prior to this festival, you've got good things happening as well. Yeah. Like, 
across December and January, Australian heavy music fans are very, very spoiled. How have we gone from from having nothing, nothing. a couple of years back yeah. to now being so spoiled for choice? It's like a want and need for everything. It's it's, it's good. The back the back end of this year sees Metallica, Slipknot, then Good Things, then. You know, early, early next year, unify like this is off its head. The, it's it's heavy music Christmas. It it's is come early, yeah. and I'm all for eating everything that's put out, meatloaf and and fruit cake and all. Yeah, so let's get amongst it. So that's it for unify, and you know, th- there's plenty more we can talk about with that. But you know, th- there's so much more that's happened this week that we need to touch on. Yeah, uh, talking about music festivals, we'll get to heaven and hell in a second and and discuss what happened here in Brisbane. Uh, but new music this week, the Bones, Bare Bones, have finally announced their second album, yep. Rival Minds, and I am frothing. You are here for it. So they dropped a new single, Rust, with a video clip, and that was. Lucky enough to be exclusively premiered at over at Wall of Sound. Yeah, the guys are absolute legends, so we'd do anything for them. Absolutely, now, we know that. If you haven't come across Bare Bones yet, you're doing something wrong with your life. The, yeah. the thing that I love about these guys is when their first album was about to be released, it sat in my inbox for about six weeks, right? And you slept on it. I slept on it for a while, and I wanted to get to it. And then I remember I had a day where I was like, okay, let me check these guys out and see what they're all about. And I listened to it, and it became like my top three album of that year because wow. it was so good. It took me by surprise. And I've just been all about these guys and everything they've done. From releasing that album, they've supported the likes of Rise Against, yeah. Prophets of Rage, Stone yeah. Sour. They even opened Soundwave 2015 in Sydney. So yep. like, you know, these guys mean business. Absolutely. These guys are fantastic. And I'm keen to see what they can do. Like if, if they're they've done big sounds. They have, yeah. Yep. So if their debut album can get my attention like that, what's album number two got behind them? And so they released... A single prior to this that before, which is going to be on the album, but they crawl the night, yeah, crawl the night, crawl the night and rust. So you've got those two singles out there in the world, Brownie. What's your early feel on this album? Winner, yeah, winner, winner chicken dinner, absolutely, yeah. It feels, yeah. feels like the logical successor from previous record. I, 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 there's a lot of hype to live up to, and the boys know this with me because that album took me by surprise. But I, I guarantee, two songs so far have been a tick. In my books. Love it. Uh, they played Dead of Winter and they played a new song there as well too, which hasn't been released as of yet. Okay, so, so you're hanging for that which one. Which is also really good. So like, the boys can do no wrong. So if you haven't jumped on the bandwagon yet, do it. Bare yes. Bones, is, is this This is a band you need to see. These guys will be up there in like, the really top heavy is, bands in Australia. It really is the, the perfect mix of like that rock catchiness, but also brings the punk heaviness yeah, as well. That, that, that's the thing. You, you can't really call them like a hardcore band no, or a punk band or a hardcore no, punk band. Or even a hard rock band. No. It's, it's got elements of all of it. Yeah. There, there's even that like, it's not rockabilly, but it's like that kind of rock Probably brings a little bit of that into yeah. it as well. Yeah. It, it just, just, they're so good. I can't stress that enough. So yeah. check out the new singles. And if you like what you hear, definitely pre-order the album. If you, if you don't like the album, hit me up and I'll give you a dollar. Because <laughs> I'm guaranteed that, guarantee. I, I, that's, I guarantee you will enjoy it And that's all I have in my wallet Love it um, Also this week, Rumours Now, we've spoken about these guys before, yep. right? And the last song they released It was okay it Wasn't Didn't my grab cup of tea you? Didn't grab okay. me This new one, wow They have really stepped up their yeah. game Holy crap Yeah, and I mean it. That's evidenced in that, you know Immediately as well on Triple J Unearthed uh, the team uh, on at Triple J on Earth uh, across this band. They're, yeah, they're, good. There was re- there was uh, reviews of it, you know, within minutes of it going live. Yeah, perfect from right. the staff. Yeah, like, yeah. and and it's it's getting some it's 
getting some love over there on the station. Uh, and, you know, it's got... It, picked up some playlist love on uh, as soon as it was released on friday you know they've got some shows coming up uh as well and yeah look it's not often that a band releases a single that makes me want to go check them out the last band that did that for me was bell haven with forget me yeah now rumors have released this i'm like wow let's see this song live let's see what these guys can do and i don't know if they've taken on criticisms or or like do you know what i think it is do you know what i think it is they've toured with wind waker this year and they've i think they've uh, come into their own as a band they've really you know they've started touring they've started getting their heads around like what gets uh crowds going yeah and they've started to really incorporate that into their into their recorded music as well and it's i don't know the, the production on this track is so good that's what i mean it's so far advanced compared to what we last yeah. heard from them so it's it's almost like I don't want to say that they haven't been taking it seriously. No, beforehand. it's not that at it's all. It's not that, they've, but it's like now it's like okay, we. I just have think their songwriting's just like totally next level. Yeah, up, you know. Yeah, and it and it the product because the production's actually the same. The same people. Yeah, because it was Chris from yeah, Wind Waker who Wind Waker. did it too. So you know, yeah, he's obviously knowing what he's doing as well, and you know, yeah. passing on the information they did with their, yeah. their EP yeah. too. So yeah, and and this is you know, I, I think. We're going to see a big year from them next year from Rumours, yeah. Yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah, especially on the back of this. So they're doing an East Coast run. If you get the opportunity to go and check them out, highly recommend it. Hit it up. Now, Brownie, did you this week perchance check out the track from All That Remains that dropped featuring Asking Alexandria's Danny Warsnop? What happened? It's a real head-scratcher for me, man. The, one, All That Remains have gone total dad rock they've chucked a disturbed they've chucked a, uh, a not exactly not a bad a good words, disturbed like, and yeah like, that's saying a lot look all that remains have been a heavy bit they just tour with devil driver yeah. like and to hear this song and what they've done it i it, it I, yeah. I don't get it i don't no, get, I don't it. get I it i can understand either. like and maybe they're going to head down that direction like volbeat just put out a dad rock album yeah. as well too so what's all that remains doing and and then danny warsnop this year has released that solo record which i didn't understand either <laughs> and then he's singing on this amongst i was just like i i, I really really beggars belief for me I, I just don't know what even that this is attempting to be maybe it's a throwaway because i i can't see them trying to bring in the asking alexandria crowd to listen to all that remains and i can't see them trying to bring all that remains to the asking alexandria crowd like i don't you know, even know what danny warsop's doing here he, you know he's got his. It's a phoned-in performance at best. He's he's got his his solo country stuff, right? Yeah. So he's trying to branch but, out. But even that album was a miss. I know. Yeah. I know. There's a tour it's that's happening, and just connecting. like it's it's not for me. Like you, if you want Danny and the full Danny, you're getting with asking Alexandria. Asking Alexandria stuff is yeah. sick. Even the newer melodic stuff. Yeah. Like I, you know, criticisms aside from fans and all that. Like I get that they've moved away from metalcore, and yeah. it is a 10 year anniversary of Stand Up and Scream, that like, career defining album for that band. But like to go from that and to this melodic really stuff really is, is great. diluting the brand, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. And then to go big do your country stuff and then join up with this, yeah, I think this is it's this a is a big dilution. Get in the bin track this week. Yeah, totally. Uh, Ghost surprise dropped a seven inch um, on the weekend, and um, what was it? Seven, seven inches of, of satanic, satanic manic or manic or panic? Panic. Yeah, I, <laughs> satanic panic. I like it. Well, okay. Did you expect this from the band? No. 
I didn't see it coming and I didn't see that there was two tracks. Now, it is interesting. I did see some comments uh, on the faction socials. I did see someone comment along the lines of, like, oh, you didn't play that, did you? It's almost like they're a piss-take band. Yeah. Now, look, to some people, yeah. I, I think you got to appreciate it for what it is. Like, it, it really is... That they're they're not trying to be a heavy band. No, this is how all. they've always been. Like no, for, it that's was for, right. for years. I had a couple of albums out, right, and I looked at them and thought, okay, they're probably too heavy for me to listen to, and that's why I never went there. But then when I saw them, I'm like, what have I been doing with my life? Like, yeah. why have I been missing these people because of the fact that I thought they were so brutally heavy, but they're not. Now at the same time, we've criticised bands like Motionless and White in in the past yeah. for not looking like how they sound yeah, or not sounding. Right like how they look yeah are they guilty of that sin as well absolutely look, look i mean if, if you're one of these people who like me you've been turned off the band because you thought a they're gimmicky or b they look heavy go check out a song go check out the last album mm. prequel i and really loved rats yeah like, rats is great such a Dance cracking Maccabee, song macabre 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 yeah, yeah that that yeah. to me was the, the disco metal song that yeah. was like that's great and it's kind of like akin to what pagan have done but like on a not so heavy level yeah. like the thing is, man, is like those are just really well written songs, I yeah. think. And I think, you know, people probably get a little caught up in how they look rather than like just appreciate that these songs are just really well written. Yeah. And that's the thing, like listen to one of their so songs. So catchy. Listen to the guitars, listen to the lyrics, like give yeah. it a couple of spins through and then you'll get an appreciation for the message they're trying to do or the purpose they're trying to do with mm. the band and it makes you go, Right, okay, these guys are legit. They're not I a love- joke. They're I love not... this whole evolution of the, like, you know, uh, Papa Emeritus into Cardinal Copier and, you know, like, it's the, it's Tobias Forge behind it all, but he Is evolves he... his character yeah. into something new again. And I don't know if you ever saw, there was one where, like, there was an onstage thing where he was still Papa Emeritus, but he was getting really old. Yeah, that's and right, yeah. Some people came onto the stage and like kidnapped him yep and like ran him out of the venue and then the new cardinal copia like came out came and out yeah and that's how they replaced him essentially because i was he like oh my for it. god like the, the the drama of it all like everything's when, all planned I out love with it. this yeah and that's what makes them more than just a band yeah they're it's it's because I, I mean this is their like i mean it's the same guy but it's the fourth iteration Entity, of the front yeah, band. What it, yeah. yeah, that's right. Yeah, like, It's so cool. And each album tells a story. So like, you kind of don't really need to start from the start. But no. if you want to get a full idea of what this band's about, go back there and then work your way towards this new EP that they've put out, which it's also going to be part of like a deluxe edition of the How's last album. How's his hair though in the film clip? It's, it's, it's <laughs> great. Like go watch the video as well too. If you want to laugh, it's definitely up there. Yeah. However, if you're a bit squeamish, you might want to stay away from the new video for Lacuna Coil. Um, it's a cracking song, but geez, it's an intimidating yeah. watch of this film clip. Look, if you're one of these people who's grown up loving horror movies in, in all aspects, like if you find, found The Conjuring to be laughable or, you know, uh, The Hills Have Eyes, you, you thought of that as like a family movie. Yeah, or maybe sure. even The Shining. Like this, yeah. film, this film clip really, like they're in like a big old mansion sort of thing and, the, you know, this woman is sort of, 
uh, hypnotized or she's gone into this little girl's mind and kind of like inception, but yeah, like going like in there a, to go suss out what's happening in there. Yeah, and there's a whole a, lot of messed up stuff in there. Yeah, there's a dude with glass hanging out of his face. Yeah, and there's, there's his fingernails getting ripped uh, off. <laughs> yeah, okay. Look, if if you're squeamish, I'm a, I'm a sympathy spewer. Oh so like, no! If, if you're if you're if you're in pain, I feel your pain. If yeah. you have a chunder, I have a chunder too because I feel bad. It's just what happens. How to do me. you go with getting tattoos then? If tattoos you're bleeding, are fine. Tattoos you're bleeding are fine. all over the place. No, that, well, that's I, okay. I, I don't. I'm not. Uh, I'm, I'm not a hemophiliac. So I don't bleed that okay. much. It's okay. just like if I see someone, you know, there's. What about if someone else was getting tattooed and there's blood everywhere? I, that's okay. No, I'm. I'm angry because I'm not getting one. But I'm uh, skateboarding videos. Yeah. Okay. So exactly. Dude comes off, takes and some no, bark off. Or you need no, no, no. Just you know the ones where they go down some stairs for the very first time oh. and they land awkwardly and then you see it. And, uh, that, <laughs> I've been traumatized as a kid from those movies and because and like the skating videos, Tony Hawk stacks yeah, and all yeah. that. What about playing Tony Hawk video games? That's fine because it's fake and make believe and cartoony. Okay. But like if you watch the stack videos and you see bones the, protruding, that yeah. <laughs> that's what gets me and that's what I copped with this new yeah, Lacuna yeah. Coil song that's that's my take on that if you want to go have a scare and you want to listen to a good song at the same time go listen to that if you just don't like gore listen to it on the faction that's the best way to go about doing that there you go um, Heaven and Hell Festival, the Emity Afflictions Curated Music Festival, finally hit Brisbane over the weekend at River Stage. We were there. We had a ball, didn't we? We absolutely did. Briefly ran into you during the day. I'm soz. I was <laughs> getting all amongst that mosh, You man. really were. Yeah. Uh, who were your best on ground? This is a hard question. It really is. To right, me... I've, I've got three. You know your three, I've right? got and three. And I'll go three. Done. Okay, so my, my favourite three were Make Them Suffer. Yep. Crossfaith? Yep. Under Oath. Ooh, okay, all right. I mean, that's yeah, putting Amity aside. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Amity was the big the show. Big that was cool. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm just, like, and of course they were great. Yep. But then, like, those are my three best on ground other than Amity. Yep, okay, all right. I'm going Void of Vision. I loved all the new songs. Yeah, and it was, it, that was pretty special. Yeah. Seeing yeah. that day after yeah. album release. Yeah, yeah. that, that was pretty. And they acknowledged it too. They, exactly. They yeah. were pretty stoked. And to hear. From listening to the album to seeing them live, yep. it sounds just like you're listening to the CD, which is great. A lot of bands can't really do that in a live setting, yep. but they did that, and that was awesome. Um, Thornhill, I knew you were going to do that. Got yep. me because of their opener. It was hilarious. They they had themselves all decked out like wrestling characters and with yep. the pros and cons. And it was awesome. It was it added a bit of humor. It was to funny, the day. yeah. yeah. Uh, and Cross Faith, yeah. I I don't know what it is about this band. It's but the like, energy, man. They are non-stop. Like the yeah, minute yeah, they get yeah. on stage, the minute they finish, it's it's full on. And they were at the after party afterwards at Crowbar and still going hard like they were like all day. Like, That's awesome. You know, you and I were old. We we get to yeah. a certain point where we're like, okay, it's you know, it's eleven thirty at night. Should probably go home. They were like, really? Where was that the other week? That was that, yeah. Where was that the other week, Brownie? <laughs> anyway. <Yeah. laughs> Where was that? Big sound is horrible. Let's not go back there. Let's move on to next year. Uh, but yeah. Amazing setup, and I can safely say this: I've seen the Emity Affliction so many times. They're, they're a band that I've been seeing for well over eleven years now. Yep. Um, there was a period there where I feel, and a lot of people who I know feel this way as well too. Their live show kind of went a little bit downhill. This picked it right up. Absolutely, Aaron's cleans are on point again. His growls are insane. Joel's screams are great. Yep. Yep. Like everything about them right now. Harked back to let's even go back to the Young Bloods era when they were on stage. They had all that energy, that excitement again. Yeah, it really felt like the the four people that are there on that stage 
are a thousand percent into what am- they're doing, being yeah, the okay, amity yeah. affliction. Yeah, and that makes rather sense. than having like, and I can't claim to sort of know the insides and outs of of it all, but rather than being like, there feels like there was, you know, you know, so and so's taking so and so's spot who left six months ago, or yeah. you know, da 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 da, like it but all, just, or like a temporary or member, or you know, whatever. It finally feels like the members that are there are there, they're in a thousand percent, and and so focused that it just means that the future. For the Amity, and then like to drop that new song. All my friends, All my friends are, are dead. Yeah. My God, yeah, that look, was that was a real standout in the set. Look, I did the sneaky and had a look at what songs they were playing for the set list beforehand. Yeah. Normally, yeah. I go to, for example, Bear Tooth. You're I going to be clean. excited, yeah. yeah. But for this, I wanted to see what I was in for, and I saw that they were dropping. Did they that. do the rough, roughly the same set? Yep, exactly, yeah, exactly. the same set. Yeah. Yep. So they dropped that song number four in yep. the set list. And I said to everyone I was with, I was like, I need to go in the mosh for this. I need to be there for that. And it, it's man, cool seeing blast beats in there. Brutal. Yeah, it, yeah. it was. Ins- I fell to the ground and like lost a shoe. It flung off, and that oh never God. happens to me. So like, to to bring in that song in Brisbane at a music festival in a mosh pit so heavy like that, it felt like severed ties era. It Fuck was yeah. heavy. It was brutal. It was just so good. And I feel like criticisms aside from anyone, they really did try to cater to everyone, new yeah, and old. That's yeah. why they went far back and did Anchors and pulled Nikki from Pagan on stage, which yeah. was, once again, another fantastic full circle story. That's the first song she started screaming to. That's now awesome. she's touring with this band and then got to sing that song on stage to 9,000 people. Also, Trad from Crowbar manages Pagan, who used to be in Amity as yeah, well. Yeah. So, you know, you've got this... That's another full circle thing, you it's know? It's all connected in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's so cool. it's I was, dope. I saw him on the side of the stage, and I was yeah. like waiting for him to bust out the keyboards as well. <laughs> so, yeah. Don't know about that, but give yeah. It, give it a 20-year anniversary. Maybe they'll do it then. But yeah, like the, for a wrap-up for a music festival, if that's the first incarnation of that that we get, we've got good sights ahead. Yeah. Really I, I put a thing up on my Instagram saying like more please yeah more, more Amity Affliction curated lineups for Brisbane Festival please yeah perfect venue perfect crowd like, and there were so many people as well who actually come into state for this for, this. for the festival yeah. itself um, gotta give a shout out to Jordan who listens to the podcast every week he was there and pulled me aside and said day. and like there was another guy who I saw who drove from Wagga to Sydney and then <laughs> flew up for it so like there is a want and a need for a festival like this, like a mini one yeah. day kind of thing like that. And yeah. the fact that it's happening in Brisbane is just, it's, you know, it's good. It's like great. It, it's, it's G-O-O-O-D. Good. Like three kind of O's, yeah. Um, well, it's almost time for us to wrap up, but I thought that I, we have mentioned this in the past and I thought it is time to bring it up again, but um, a band who I've been highly critical of are releasing their ninth studio oh. album and it's called Nine. The band is Blink-182 and... I can finally talk about it. Okay, so we we I asked you a few weeks ago about what your review of this record is going to be. Yep. I said it that, and you you kind of went, oh, let me at it. Wait, yeah. And I said at the time, I I don't want you to just like shit on it. Yep. Just for the sake of it, like just. But what's your actual take? Is it? What's the pros and cons here? It's good. It, it is okay. So it is mind-blowingly good. good. I went into this album because of the whole fact that 
let, let's let's take it back, right? Context. When California came out, yep. there was all that drama that was going on with the band. Tom DeLonge yep. has been ousted. They publicly fought. All the fans saw that and were all caught in this. It was like a big, messy breakup. And Skiba came in relatively with. late in the game in that record, yep. right? He, he came into it as just sort of like a fill-in to help him out and then he was announced as a member and everyone was against him like how could you do that how dare you stand where he stood right that right. kind of thing right so now with a couple of years under his belt in the band he feels like he's a you know it, it feels like he is a legitimate member they've now. actually made use of him properly right. Yeah. Right. so having a look to these songs you can distinguish who's Mark Hoppus and who's Matt Skiba. Yep. Whereas on the last album, they both sounded like each other. And I don't right. know if that was intentional or whatever it was. Could have been I that feel... it was so late in the game. I know. And like, you, I'm a fan of Matt Skiba in Alkaline Trio. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't a fan of him in Blink until this album, right? Cool. So I feel like they're using him for his true potential and what he can actually offer and not just treat him like a session or studio yeah. guitarist, that kind of thing. So I think we've spoken previously about the singles that have been released so far yeah, have been kind of, you could split them down the middle on whether what's some good, are good, some of them not, are bad. That kind of thing, yeah. Is that just the singles or That's is it the album the as singles. well? I can safely say, whole hand on heart, the singles are not the best representation of what is on this album. So so why release them as singles then? Because you're signed to a label. You know what it's like. You get mainstream success. You're signed to a label. They make you put out the radio-friendly singles and you're not allowed to release the cool, fun stuff. There is a song on this album called Black Rain, which okay. is a game changer. Wow. I've not heard anything like this from Blink-182 ever. I can't, you can't even call it a plus 44 song. This is just insane what this song is. It's so, punk. It's stadium rock. It's alternative rock. It is just all of these genres blended together with the professionalism of what this band can actually do with their talents. So are we going back in time and we look at, you know, a similar moment with Blink-182 where they dropped I Miss You. Yeah, and that was a right, game changer yep. for them at that time. Yep, yep. That had the darkness that we'd never seen in a Blink-182 song before. Yep, correct, yep. At that time, it was just like, whoa, hang on, have they grown up? This, this to me, is them taking the band next level. Like right. we we can see them go from like being a band that would play, let's say for example, Brisbane Entertainment Center or you know Horton Pavilion or something like so that. So like a five thousand, six thousand. This song has the potential to take them to stadium level. It's but huge. I mean, not releasing it's, that as a single though. But you know, it does. I don't know. That's how, not going to crack radio. I, how is that going to take them over to stadiums? I really want to. I was surprised that they didn't release this song as a single. You know, they release "I Really Wish I Hated You," which yeah. I guess you know that's that, that love song or, yeah. or you know that relatability song. This is just exceptional. Like wow, it, this this song well, itself well, made me order the album on vinyl because of that. Oh, you would have ordered it anyway. What do you no, want about? No, 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 because I haven't bought California yet. What? I have not bought California because I still don't rate it as Hang much on. as. But the you're other a fan. You've got to be a completist. Not really. No. 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 Because I didn't class California as as Blink One Eight Two. Because but to then me, you it went wasn't... and bought the Beartooth Acoustic EP the other day. Like because that's Beartooth and it sounds amazing. It's Caleb Shomo doing something different with his vocal talent that I love and adore. But it's the songs that I have resonated with. Okay. It's, you know me. I'm a sucker for a ballad, right? And that's four ballads in one. So it just surprises me that you wouldn't buy California just on. 
principle that it's a Blink-182 record. On merit, like, If it goes on special, I'll buy it, right? But I'm not going right. to actively go out of my way to go and like purchase it because I didn't rate it that Actually, well. Actually, yeah, you're right. I'm not going to go and buy Metallica's Lulu. There yeah. you go. Exactly that. Yeah. All I but can I mean, say... it's not that bad. It's not <laughs> Lulu bad. <laughs> Debatable. We'll, oh, bring, Jesus. we'll bring this up next time. I, I got to tell you, I didn't spend a lot of time. <laughs> I didn't spend a lot of time with California, so I don't know. So you're the Blink One Eight Two guy. I'm, I'm not I'm, that guy. I'm the expert, if you will. Inverted commas right. there. Um, if you've been criticising Blink One Eight Two, I do own Saint Anger on vinyl, though. Yeah, well, so. you know, people will slam that album, but you know, yeah. everyone's got to have a guilty pleasure somewhere. If you're a Blink One Eight Two fan, young and old, if you've been critical it, of what they've been doing, even that video, like. Does the album okay? Wait, does the album, does the album <laughs> salvage that absolute bollocks film clip? They lost a point for that video. Yeah, clip I reckon. Alone. Yeah, surely. And surely the, that takes it down to an eight and a half out of ten or something. I gave it an eight out of ten because. Oh, wow, okay. look, it, I, so you lost one point for that film clip. Yep, yeah, and there's a couple of songs on there which are pretty missed to me, right? Yeah. But as a collective, and with that song "Black Rain," like they. Where scored, does it sit? In the hierarchy. Alongside Take Off Your Pants and Jacket and Dogs Eating Dogs, Okay, in my and, opinion. And above that is? Untitled, Dude Ranch, Anima of the State. Yeah, okay. That's, that's okay, my Okay, so it sits in the middle of the pack. So it's like, if you want to, like, one, two, three, one is God tier, three is Don't Listen to It, California's down there, it's like two and a half, like in the middle. It's okay. Brought, it's made me a fan again, put it that way. All right. So if they come to Australia, which they won't come with, with Travis... But like if they do another tour that doesn't have Lil Wayne on it, I'll be there. I'll gladly be there. So, so when's it out? Brandon? Friday, the twentieth of September. This, this Friday. Friday. Yes. Wow. Do yourself a favor. All right. Go Black Rain. It is Friday on the faction. I'll do play it. it. My highly recommended song. Song of the year? No, but it's up there. It's wow. Like, you know, top okay. ten. Okay. Better than the Angels and Airwaves tracks that have been out lately. Better than Revel Girl. Not better than Kiss and Tell. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah okay. So it's right in the middle there. Cool. So I didn't think it would be possible for Blink-182 to make a song better than Angels and Airwaves without Tom and the band, but they've done it. All right. And that's my wrap-up of Blink-182. Very good. Until the next album comes out. Yeah. All right, well, uh, I'm Pricey. And I'm Brownie, and it's time to get out of here from this Matter of Faction podcast we do. Uh, brought to you by the Handshake Media Network, and uh, you should be smashing that subscribe button uh, right now, actually. Off you go. There you go. Do it. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. You've been listening to the Matter of Faction podcast with Pricey and Brownie.